Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. It's a lawsuit unlike any seen before in the auto industry. General Motors stunned its rival, Fiat Chrysler, by slapping it with a racketeering lawsuit, accusing it of inflicting billions of dollars in damages by bribing United Auto Workers brass in a years-long corruption scheme and implicating the late chief executive officer, Sergio Marchione, for the first time. Joining me is former federal prosecutor Peter Henning, a professor at Wayne State University Law School. Peter, big automakers are used to dealing with major litigation brought by regulators and consumers, but not brought by one another and not involving racketeering. Tell us about the lawsuit. Well, what General Motors is doing is taking a very aggressive position, and they are claiming that because of corruption in the UAW and in the upper reaches of Fiat Chrysler, that Fiat Chrysler got a much better deal in the 2015 labor agreement than General Motors did, and that that gave them a much better cost advantage over General Motors. They even have a graphic in the complaint showing the differences between what Fiat Chrysler had to pay for its workers, including temporary workers, and what General Motors had to pay. So this is a rarity, certainly, where you see a RICO lawsuit filed against a competitor. It's just not done very often. And that's going to be a challenge for General Motors in trying to prove their case. Exactly. So explain what they have to prove and how that might be difficult when they've had such success in the last decade. Well, that's going to be the interesting point here, is that for any RICO lawsuit, you have to show that there was a pattern of racketeering activity. Well, I think they have pretty good evidence of that from all the guilty pleas, and that there was a RICO enterprise. But the key to any RICO lawsuit is proving that General Motors was harmed in its business or property. And given how well General Motors has done over the last 10 years since they emerged from bankruptcy, I'm not sure they're going to be able to show that the agreement that Fiat Chrysler made with the UAW actually harmed General Motors. That, that's going to be the major sticking point here. How are they going to show that they were hurt by an agreement made between Fiat Chrysler and the UAW. So that, I think, is the biggest challenge that General Motors faces in this case, is proving that their business and their property was harmed by what Fiat Chrysler did. Does GM have an advantage because of the long-running Justice Department investigations into financial wrongdoing at the union and fiat, and also those guilty pleas you spoke of? Certainly, that helps prove the pattern of racketeering activity, which is one of the keys to establishing a RICO violation. With all those guilty pleas, the General Motors has quoted extensively from them and said this was wire fraud, mail fraud, and that can be the basis for a RICO lawsuit. But the tough part is going to be for General Motors to show that whatever happened at Fiat Chrysler and the corruption 
not only in Fiat Chrysler senior ranks, but also in the UAW senior ranks in their negotiation, that that actually harmed General Motors. General Motors is kind of the fallout here that Fiat Chrysler got a good deal out of it. They got to use temporary workers and things like that. And that was a real bone of contention in the recent negotiations. But how much of an advantage did that give Fiat Chrysler? Fiat Chrysler is the smallest of the three American automakers. And so did it really hurt General Motors when General Motors has been making really enormous profits over the last decade. Peter, should the UAW be a part of this lawsuit? That's a good question. If you read the beginning of their lawsuit, they say, we're not touching the UAW, and we're not having anything to do with accusing the UAW of corruption. Now, they identify certain individual UAW officials in their lawsuit and say, because of the corruption involving Fiat Chrysler, that that was how the union was corrupted. And that's how they may have gotten a much better deal out of the UAW for Fiat Chrysler. But they're not going directly after the union. Now, we've seen that the president of the UAW has stepped down and their efforts there to try to fire him. But GM is not going to pick a fight with the UAW because they have so many UAW workers on their staff that that is just not worth the fight for them. But if you're alleging racketeering, racketeering involving fiat and the union, how can you leave the union out? Well, they made a conscious decision here to just not name the UAW or any senior members of the UAW as being participants in this racketeering enterprise. Instead, they've only focused on the individuals who pleaded guilty. And so I think General Motors here is taking the position that we don't want to pick a fight with the UAW. We just settled our contract with them. We just negotiated a new four-year agreement. And does it do them any good to pick a fight with the UAW? I I think the answer to that question is no, that it really doesn't do them any good to name the UAW as a defendant because it's just there's no real benefit to that for General Motors. Their real target here is Fiat Chrysler. And they are going all in and very aggressively in attacking Fiat Chrysler, including its former CEO, uh, Sergio Marchioni, claiming that he was part of a conspiracy. And so I really think this is designed more to attack Fiat Chrysler and not the UAW. The last point interests me because this is the first time that Marchioni has been implicated in the corruption scheme. Does GM have something that no one else has? What's the reason? It's interesting that you see Marchioni involved, at least around the negotiations. And so there was a benefit given to the UAW negotiator, General Holyfield, that uh, Marchioni gave him a what was claimed to be a very expensive watch and then said, oh, this is worth less than $50. Well, that's something that GM has identified in its lawsuit saying, no, no, no. Marchioni was involved in this, and therefore this goes all the way to the top. And so to prove their conspiracy claim, their RICO conspiracy claim, they need to include senior 
Fiat Chrysler officials in that and show that Fiat Chrysler got the benefit of very friendly negotiations with the UAW. Fiat Chrysler says that it was astonished by the lawsuit, denied the allegations, and said it assumed that GM was trying to disrupt contract negotiations with the UAW and a proposed merger with Peugeot. Is the timing of this suspicious? Well, uh, you know, GM is not happy about what has happened at Fiat Chrysler. You look at the timing here, and it's while the UAW and Fiat Chrysler are in the middle of negotiating their agreement. The UAW has already settled with General Motors and Ford, so there's only one left that they have to negotiate with. So if I'm Fiat Chrysler, I am very suspicious of the timing of GM's lawsuit. But GM has decided that they are going to be very, very aggressive here. And we'll see what comes out during the course of discovery in this case, if Fiat Chrysler is not able to get the lawsuit dismissed at an early stage. And so this could drag on for three, four, five years. RICO cases are not quickly resolved. They often take a great deal of time because you have to prove the pattern of racketeering activity and the RICO enterprise and a harm to your business or property. So all three of those are not going to be easy to prove, but GM has some very aggressive counsel, including Kirkland and Ellis. And so I think they are going all in on this. Thanks, Peter. That's Peter Henning, a professor at Wayne State University Law School. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.